Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. You'll know real when you get it. It'll say eBay Authenticity Guarantee and you'll feel it. Maybe it's a head-turning handbag, a watch that says it all, jewelry that makes you look like the gem, sneakers and streetwear so fresh every step feels fly. When it comes to style and luxury, eBay gets it. They're making sure the things that you love are checked by experts. Not just any experts, specialized experts. Real people who love this stuff. With real hands-on authentication experience. So when you see that shiny blue check mark that says Authenticity Guarantee, shop with confidence. Every inch, stitch, sole, and logo is verified authentic through a detailed inspection. That's how you know that eBay's got your back. Because when you finally step into those sneakers, put on that watch, get your real gold glow up, swing that handbag over your shoulder, or step out in that streetwear, you'll realize that feeling is unlike any other. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, you can trust that feeling of real is always in reach. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms. everyone is Jen. You know Jess and I often talk about how Aloe Moves helps us stay fit. But May is Mental Health Awareness Month, so I really wanted to point out how amazing the site and app are for mental health as well. It is so easy for me to get stuck in a rut mentally or get stressed out or feel lonely when I'm working from home. I'm guessing you've all been there too. But I found that a much more productive way to deal with those feelings or even just like a bad day is to hop on AlloMoves.com and reset. Allo Moves is the award-winning on-demand streaming wellness platform app and website that has workouts, mindfulness, nutrition, self-care, and more to help boost your mental and physical well-being. I also love that I can take the same class as friends or connect with other members in the community comments. Allo Moves really brings people together. Lately, I have been very into the five-minute relaxation body scan with Susie Mark Shifflin. Guys, Susie is the most soothing instructor. She incorporates these sound bath sounds into her head-to-toe relaxation exercise. It's so easy to do. Obviously, there are also yoga classes and exercise classes and so many other things you can learn and check out on allomoves.com, but I just had to share that one with you. Find yourself together when you join Allo Moves. Join the community on allomoves.com today and use code FATMASCARA20 for an exclusive 30-day free trial plus 20% off an annual membership. That's allomoves.com, code MASCARA20 for a 30-day free trial plus 20% off an annual membership. Again, that's allomoves.com and the code is MASCARA20. Hey everyone, it's Jess at Fat Mascara. I want to get right into the show because I cannot wait for you to meet Marcelo. But little background on Marcelo Gutierrez, today's interview. His story is one of my favorite, you know, New York fairy tales. His discovery story is fantastic. It almost gives me chills. It's, oh God, it's magic. Okay. Who is Marcelo? If you don't know him, he is one of the most important working makeup artists right now. When I met him, I said, we got to get him on the show. It's not because of his client list. I mean, he's worked with Dua Lipa. He's worked with Tracy Ellis Ross. He's worked with Lily Rose Depp. It's not because of who he works with. It's because of his attitude about beauty. 
his ambitions, his talent, obviously, and his taste level. It is, you know, he's the whole package. And he just has an absolutely lovely way about him. So I hope that you enjoy this interview as much as I enjoyed talking to him. And I will let him take it away. Thank you so much, Marcelo, for making time. Marcelo, first of all, thank you so much for being here. This is awesome. I'm so glad, you know, I'm bummed Jen's not here, but I'm also mm-hmm. like selfishly like, oh my God, we can have our own little cozy conversation because I just have so much to ask you about. Now- I'm so excited. Thank you. Oh, thank you. So listen, you know, we've worked together a couple of times. I've been a big fan of your work, but obviously I did a lot of research before I spoke to you. And as I was researching, I was like, oh my God, your life, I'm going to be a little corny here, but your life has to be a movie. Like you've got to have it made. Well, first of all, you could make your own movie because you're also a filmmaker. Like you are a true artist. Like you're a 360 artist. We'll get to that in a little bit. But like you have like one of those ultimate New York stories. Like you arrived Mm. in New York and I could be like, you know, rose tinting this. I'm sure I am. But it's like things just started to happen. Can you take me to like when you arrived in New York, like you arrived in New York as an artist trying to make it. Am I right? Right. So I came, yeah, I mean, it's, I mean, my, yeah, my life has been such a whirlwind, but I moved to New York when I was 20 and I was doing an artist residency as a performance artist. And I was kind of using this residency as a tr- preview to see if I would love to stay in New York. And I was still mm-hmm. in college and in that those couple of months during the residency, during the day, I would be in the studio working on my fine art practice. And then at night, I was doing what I learned was the best way to navigate New York socially through the movies. I learned it um, was to go out, was to go and party and go to the clubs. And that's how I just started to kind of meet the people that I wanted to meet. And in those couple of months, I decided that the best thing for me was to, I didn't have enough money to go back to California and then come back to New York. So my only choice in my head was, well, I need to just stay here. So I just stayed and I had, I think like $200 to my name. I was sleeping on a air mattress for six months and then just really, you know, improvising and using my social skills and the night scene and social media to get a get you know meet people. I mean that's a really quick and short. I'm sure we could spend this whole episode talking about your first few months in New York. Right. But there you were, you know, navigating your way as an artist, but what actually brought you to doing makeup? Makeup, you know, I've always loved fashion and I've always loved since I was a little boy like the transformative power of fashion and beauty came with that how it can like bring about different personas in each and one of each one of us you know and I think Mm -hmm. when I started clubbing and going out and seeing this club culture in New York and the characters and everyone really embracing their inner this and that I really Mm -hmm. started to do it myself so I started to go out and really play up the looks and the makeup I wouldn't consider myself as glamorous as a club kid, but I was embracing makeup and playing with it. And then, you know, in New York to be 
a painter or a performance artist as a living is very difficult unless you come from mm -hmm. enough financial backing. And I was just assisting a random friend on a gap shoot and I was steaming clothes and I was making great money for that time in my life, just steaming clothes. And I was like, this is really not even rocket science. There's no brains to this part. But then I saw mm -hmm. that there was a makeup artist and I just put two and two together and I, and I kind of said, wait a minute, I do my makeup all the time. I know I grew up as a painter and let's just do this. Let's just, I know this makeup artist is probably making a wonderful living. And I mm -hmm. really f saw makeup as the vehicle to keep my like creative soul alive while on the journey yeah. of pursuing the, a life as an artist. So it's like, okay, this is going to be your, I'm not saying you don't enjoy doing makeup, clearly right. you do, but the the makeup artistry would feed the more, maybe less lucrative right. other creative parts of your body. Right. I just, okay, could, I just really, couldn't keep, yeah. yeah, I just couldn't keep a day job. So I couldn't keep an office job or a restaurant job. And because I just did had you too have, much. Did you have those jobs? Yeah, I was working in two restaurants. I tried working like in an office and I just I I just don't work well in those kind of social environments, but you know, like you said, this became kind of the the perfect balance to satisfy my my soul and feed my my inspirations. So how did you actually like start like cracking in? I mean, mm. You got, you know, what did you do? Like tap that girl on the shoulder or guy on the shoulder and say like, hey, I, I want to do what you do? Yeah. I mean, I literally started DMing absolutely anyone and everyone I had met in New York City up until that time. Every photographer, every stylist, everyone I met. And I was just like, hey, I'm doing this now. I'm really serious. I love the let drive. Me know. Yeah. Let me know. I was, I mean, I was DMing, you know, Mark Carrasquillo and he replied wow. and, you know, just people, <laughs> people were very generous with their time. And I'm, I mean, I'm sure awesome. they kind of could see my hunger, but I was really just going for it through social media. Mm -hmm. And then one day, you know, Dame Pat McGrath found me on Instagram. So she found you, you didn't DM her? No, I didn't. I couldn't dare. <laughs> so, okay. Um, so you're like, I'll DM all these guys. Yeah, but no, 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 no. Leave that one alone. Leave that yeah. one. Leave that one alone. Okay, okay. Also, so she DM'd you. She DM'd me, and I think it was two thousand. I forget when it was, but it was like maybe six years ago or something. And she DM'd okay. me, and it was when she was just launching her makeup brand, and she had yeah. Gold Lust, the like zero zero one or something. Yeah. And I, I had. Used it on a makeup look I did on myself. That wasn't even like a look. And she saw it and DM'd me and she was like, hi, darling. I love your work. Can I please, you know, get in touch with you and fly you out to LA for a little meeting and we'll put you up in a hotel and get you started. And I was just, I screenshotted it like five times. Cause I was like, am I delusional right now? Like, did you show it to people? Like, just make sure, like, does this look legit? Am I, 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 oh, yeah. I would think this was spam. I would think this was a yeah. prank, a bot, a, a, anything. I just couldn't believe it. Cause at that point I yeah. hadn't really committed to being a makeup artist. And 
to have someone like her that I, obviously I had known of for so long. Uh, I mean, her years at Dior with Galliano like defined yeah. my youth, and so so I you just, had like a very big makeup. Like even though you weren't, sorry to interrupt you. Okay, but I just wanted to like set the stage for a second. So even yeah. though you you were like. Because it's kind, you're kind of making it sound like you weren't like super serious about makeup, and you were doing a little of this and a little of that. But like you had like the makeup, the beauty lexicon. You're talking about Pat and you know at Dior for Galliano. Like you were, I just want to make it like set the stage. You were like mm-hmm. very, you, yes, you're educated I was very, about makeup. Yeah, yeah, I was very my my art history and fashion history is very thorough. I I'm like yeah it that. I and that is what I tell all of my assistants and people mm-hmm. on my team. I'm like, be a student of art and culture and fashion and understand it. Be a be a catalog in your brain because right. it really sets the stage for something that can feel fresh or inventive, mm-hmm. perhaps. Okay. And so, so yeah, sorry, I, I mean, didn't take you off well off track, but oh, no, like, no, 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 I just no, want to like it. get it straight that like every yeah. <laughs> you were unlocked in all these areas. You were just like, all right, now um. Now yeah. I'm in. Okay. Yeah. I knew who I was talking to. <laughs> yeah. So she says she wants to send you to L.A. So, like, what yeah. happens? So then she flies me out to L.A. and puts me up in a beautiful hotel. I forget which one. And then we – I end up – it's me and a couple other makeup artists and then her at brunch. We were – we met for brunch. I think it was, like, at Soho House. And – all we all that was for was to just introduce ourselves and meet her. Wow. And she just was like, ask me anything you want. Ask me anything you want. And I'm here to answer and kind of support you. And I just like couldn't believe how generous she was being by just saying, um, ask me whatever you want. But did you know, like, didn't you want to be like, well, why am I here? That's the question I'd have. Like, what what is this about? <laughs> Yeah, like, I mean, do I have a job? <laughs> yeah, I mean, I kind of just assumed. I yeah, I don't know. I actually didn't even ask myself that. I was just like, I guess what she did mention while we were there that we were going to be going, we're going to be doing the um, Tommy Hilfiger show later that day or later that okay, next that, okay, day. That's really cool. Yeah, and then I, but I had never done a fashion show before. I hadn't even assisted anyone at all, and so had I was you applied like, a makeup on anyone but yourself. Or, like, maybe a friend? I had, but I hadn't worked with a fashion model, like, of that scale. Okay. Or been in the kind of time urgency that a fas- that backstage has. <laughs> and I was intimidated because I was so fresh. I was like, oh, no, I'm literally going to be just thrown into her team and expected to deliver, to deliver. Did anybody know this except for you? Like, with, like, the other people who you were with? Were you, like, did you keep this, like, a dead secret? No. I was telling my parents... And then, yeah, I wasn't. I just told my parents because I didn't want to like spoil anything. I, I, I definitely believe in. No, not, I mean like, the other makeup artists at the table. Were you, were you like, yeah, I've never done a fashion show, or you just? Like, oh no, like, I didn't mm-hmm. tell anybody. No. <laughs> I was just fully pretending I had been doing this because everyone else that was there, I looked at like all their profiles and everything. They were already like working, amazing makeup artists, and I just like was like, wait a minute, this. 
what's going on here? <laughs> How did I fool <laughs> myself into this? I love this story so much. Go on, go on. Yeah, okay. and I just... Spare no you know, detail. Spare no detail. Okay. I Everybody had like their kits and they were just such professional <laughs> makeup artists. And I just had my technique of doing things. And I was just like, you know, very, very intimidated. And I was just like, you know what? If she has me here, she trusts me to do what I already do. I'm not going to look left. I'm not going to look right. And once we got to the show... I just had my little kit and I started to go go to it. And the most like nerve-wracking part was, you know, finishing the model. And I think skin is the most important thing is really can you pull off like gorgeous skin? Because she's also known for that as well. And mm-hmm. that's what the whole show was basically yeah. was just beautiful skin. And I brought her to her at the end of when I was done, my model. And mm-hmm. she approved and didn't have me change anything. And I was just like, oh shit, okay. And so she approved and you know what? I was very humbled and inspired right after that to take it seriously because I had, I saw everybody that was around me and I knew how amateur at that stage I was, but she saw the vision and the drive. And I think she saw me as an artist, which I was already. That must've been so validating. That must've been Mm. so validating. So after that, you know, you you got back. Well, first of all, what did you learn anything from her? Like, I'm sure, yeah, you know, you guys think, talked a little bit, right? Yeah, I mean, I think what I I knew that what I wanted to learn most from the time that I was with her because I wasn't with her for too long, and that was a that was a decision that I made because I I made a very conscious decision early in my career that I didn't want to assist for too long any other Mm -hmm. artist because I already had, because of my background in fine art, an idea and a vision and a kind of thesis for what I wanted to kind of tell as a storyteller in makeup. And I think, you know, being, being an assistant kind of in that time, you start to develop that, but I wanted what from Pat, what I really wanted to learn and what I did learn was her leadership skills. I think seeing her manage a team, talk to people, translate her ideas and to words back to her team, how she kind of has each and each individual on on her team is an expert at one thing. And because the reality is when you have to do six models, you can't do them all and you're not going to be the best at every single little thing, you know, to have an expert who's loves doing liner or who loves doing body makeup, is key to to you know teamwork makes the dream work yeah yeah you know i wish i could like on a shoot you know have six supermodels and just do them all by myself but the reality is that if i can develop a team that understands the, the way that i work and knows what i like and what i don't like and can be my second pair of arms and legs then we can have a much more successful product because I can't do six girls in two hours. That's really, that's a really smart and like big picture way of looking at things. And it's, it's, yeah, it's leaning on people not just telling them what to do. Yeah. And I've always been very community oriented. I, I love supporting and I love nourishing and I love teaching. I love, you know, I think my journey into this job and into this career and this industry was so unconventional and like not very, 
it just wasn't very like clean and pretty. So I'm always mm -hmm. happy to give someone else the space to grow as well. Now you're out from under, you know, the sort of like apprenticeship or, you know, assistant moment. Mm -hmm. And you kind of, you know, you're finding your own voice. How would you describe that voice or that, that artistry, that aesthetic? I would describe my aesthetic and my approach to makeup as sensitive. It's sensitive mm. to, to the person, to the environment, to the intention. I think I really might, you know, I think a lot of makeup artists sometimes have a look that they, that becomes like their iconic face. And my makeup looks very from one thing to another, but I think what they all share is a sensitivity to the person. And I think there's always a bit of a sensitivity in the photo and the final product. There's something that feels touchable and that feels also very genuine to the person wearing the makeup. I think I never want my makeup to feel like it's been just kind of copy and pasted on somebody's face. I understand what you mean. It's not recognizable, like, that's the blah, blah eye, or that's so... Marcello, like, uh, you know, a signature. Right. Yes, yeah. I think. Highlight I think or I, something. Correct. I don't have like a signature eye or lip. I think I have a signature like essence of feeling. And, you know, I think as an artist, I my my goal is to just create a body of work that represents what I want to put out into the world, which is sensitivity and inclusion and an you know, what I never saw growing up, which was this like ever evolving identity, you know, I, my identity is changing constantly. And now that's such a big kind of tagline and word, but I was, you know, thinking about it before everybody was a they or a them, you know, it's, you know, everybody has so many characters inside them. And so my makeup, I would just classify it as sensitive and hopefully provocative in the right ways. As somebody who has been watching your work, I think that is spot on and probably not a word I could have landed on myself, but I think that is absolutely perfect. Sensitive. Listen, there are so many skincare products on the market claiming to help reduce fine lines and wrinkles, and you know I will try most of them. But how do you know your products are actually working? Some research to back up the claims. That's why Jess and I are all about Ritual. They created a wrinkle support skin supplement and conducted a clinical study to take the guesswork out of skincare. Ritual's highest hair is now a part of my skincare routine, and I got in the habit of taking it every day by putting the cute little purple jar right next to my sunscreen. It looks nice on my vanity, and let's be honest, I love that. But once I stuck with the habit, I really noticed a difference in my skin. I am not the only one. In a clinical study, taking Hyacera for 90 days led to a 3.6 time reduction in crow's feet wrinkles as compared to placebo. And it led to a 2.9 increase in skin smoothness. I also like that they're easy to swallow. The capsules sort of taste like vanilla. They're not all weird and fishy like some other supplements. Plus, Ritual is a certified B Corp. 
something we learned about on a recent episode, and all their supplements, including the Daily Protein and their Sleep Bio Series Melatonin Supplement, are vegan, gluten-free, and made traceable. Do what Jess and I did, start Hyacera to help minimize wrinkles without compromising on science. Hyacera from Ritual is a clinically proven skin supplement you can actually trust. Get 25% off your first month for a limited time at ritual.com slash mascara. Start Ritual or add Hyacera to your subscription today. That's ritual.com slash mascara for 25% off. Summer is fast approaching, which means it's shapewear season. Just kidding. It's really wedding season. But I just got an invitation to a wedding in Philadelphia, and guess what I'll be wearing? Honey love. I'm not sure about the rest of the outfit or the dress, but the shapewear is going to be honey love. Here's why. Honey Love has revolutionized compression technology so you no longer have to feel like you're suffocating when you're wearing shapewear. Plus, they have lingerie-inspired design details that you'll want to show off, and all their fabrics are breathable to keep you nice and cool, which is perfect for hot days. Let me tell you a story. I remember being at a wedding, this was a few years ago, pre-Honey Love, and I wore a jumpsuit, and I wasn't sure if the bathroom door locked well, but I had to take off the entire jumpsuit and then roll down the shapewear to pee, and I was like holding onto the back of the door at the same time, completely naked in the bathroom, and it took so long, and I caused this whole backup of the bathroom line, and after that, I was like, never again. Until Honey Love came along. Honey Love's superpower shorts have a 100% cotton gusset, so you don't have to wear underwear underneath. And there's a convenient opening in the underwear area, so you don't have to take off the whole thing to go to the bathroom. It's so easy. Honey Love products make you look good and feel good. Whether it's for a wedding, event, an everyday boost of confidence, Honey Love is the perfect plus one. Treat yourself to the best bras and shapewear on the market and save 20% off at honeylove.com mascara. Use our exclusive link to get 20% off. That's honeylove.com slash mascara. After you purchase, they'll ask you where you heard about them. Please support our show and tell them we sent you. Honeylove.com slash mascara for 20% off. The summer vibes are just getting started, so shape your life with Honey Love. everyone, it's Jen. You know Jess and I often talk about how Aloe Moves helps us stay fit. But May is Mental Health Awareness Month, so I really wanted to point out how amazing the site and app are for mental health as well. It is so easy for me to get stuck in a rut mentally or get stressed out or feel lonely when I'm working from home. I'm guessing you've all been there too. But I found that a much more productive way to deal with those feelings, or even just like a bad day, is to hop on AlloMoves.com and reset. Allo Moves is the award-winning on-demand streaming wellness platform app and website that has workouts, mindfulness, nutrition, self-care, and more to help boost your mental and physical well-being. I also love that I can take the same class as friends or connect with other members in the community comments. Allo Moves really brings people together. Lately, I have been very into the five-minute relaxation body scan with Susie Mark Shifflin. Guys, Susie is the most soothing instructor. She incorporates these sound bath sounds into her head-to-toe relaxation exercise. It's so easy to do. Obviously, there are also yoga classes and exercise classes and so many other things you can learn and check out on allomoves.com, but I just had to share that one with you. Find yourself together when you join Allo Moves. Join the community on allomoves.com today and use code FATMASCARA20 for an exclusive 30-day free trial plus 20% off an annual membership. That's allomoves.com code MASCARA20 for a 30-day free trial plus 20% off an annual membership. Again, that's allomoves.com and the code is MASCARA20. What influences or 
you know, whether it's people, places, or cultures continually come up in your work? Because you, you have a tremendous archive of references that, you know, you hinted at before. Yeah, I feel like I'm constantly looking at, firstly, I'm constantly looking at how I feel, how I, my makeup is very much correlated to an emotion and like I'm very much inspired by angst or by lust or by emotions. I like makeup to feel like it's coming from a feeling. Joy, you know, I like makeup to look like it's exuding something. And then I'm also constantly inspired by nightlife, young people, the way people are changing and evolving with the times and how that affects kind of the escapism of the nightlife. We live in a crazy world and to see how like young people are expressing that in club culture right now versus 10 years ago is fascinating. I'm inspired by movies and films and lighting. I love lighting. I'm really inspired by, you know, like the color of layering of graffiti on walls or when uh, color combinations I can't think of only come to me when I see like five different graffiti artists painting over mm -hmm. each other. And I'm like, I would have never thought of putting those colors together. How do you think your background informs your work? For me, my background is constantly woven into my goals and my intentions with the images that I want to be making and be a part of. I think being an immigrant coming from Colombia, coming to the U.S., you know, as the other and as the viewer and being up against, you know, coming from nothing and only having cinema, movies and images and magazines as the only way to kind of aspire for more was what drew me to be part of making images, but I also never saw myself in those images. I never saw anyone like me in them or in Hollywood, or I never saw this, a queer kind of fluid Latino boy just succeeding outside of the cliches of what someone who speaks Spanish is. And so I think my goal with my images are to just elaborate on my identity and the because my identity is a shared identity with so many people and i hope that i can just keep expanding on what it means to be latino which is an expansive community and then queer which is in itself just ever evolving and in fashion that's a space that really is incredibly inclusive but sometimes too exclusive You've said in another interview that you think like beauty is playing it really safe right now. Can you elaborate that a little bit? Yeah, I feel like, I think New York, which is, you know, this capital of capitalism and commerce, I think for fashion sometimes and beauty can be a little hard to push boundaries in New York because everyone is so focused and used to kind of just creating images that are selling a look or selling a product. Whereas I think, <laughs> and money, yeah, like everyone's so consumed by money, but creating aspirational images that might be a little weird or kind of feel um, provocative. I think the U.S. in general is always a little bit nervous about being provocative, especially in the world where we are today. And I As think, opposed to and, Europe? 
Yeah, I think Paris right now is really exciting with what they're producing in terms of beauty and the styling. And, you know, I think when I think of a of a really successful beauty image, it's not a close up of the makeup. It's an it's the styling. It's the set design. It's the lighting. It's the hair. It's a total image. And I think that can sometimes be hard to do here because people kind of are just trying to make money here. And there's not a lot room for poetry. Question. <laughs> Do you think that, yeah, I think it's definitely, I think it's definitely the poetry. There's not a lot, you know, like if it's, well, if it's a commercial shoot, like you and I work right. together on a commercial shoot and like, yeah, that is. Yeah. There's a goal there. And like, there's a goal. <laughs> so let's, let's table that. <laughs> but if it's, if it's editorial and you and I worked on an editorial shoot, do you think that's like lack of just like budget? I mean, but I can imagine the shoots in Europe are probably, you know, it's, they're probably not like a wash in cash. Yeah, no, for me, it has nothing to do with budget because you can do the most incredible work on zero dollars. Pro- probably even more incredible because it's like, all right, we've got no money. Exactly. Or maybe not. I, th- I mean, yeah. I mean, listen, there's no money in editorial in the U.S. either, so I don't know what I'm saying. But, you know, <laughs> right. it's, it's just an, adi- it's a, it's an attitude shift. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think, and I think, I think trusting, I think we're in a really special time now where makeup artists are kind of being appreciated more as creative directors as well, as being more in charge of creating images. I think there's so many makeup artists today who are producing their own images with just their friends and the people that they collaborate regularly. And I think that's proving to be successful because we, you know, as a makeup artist, I'm also, I also know lighting really well. I also know what Mm -hmm. I want the styling to tell with this character and the hair. I remember writing you on email and your email had the word studio in it. And I said, why is it studio? And do you want to give me your answer? Because I'm a studio. I mean, you know, when I first came to New York and I made this email, I, it's really so funny. It's really kind of, you know, it's, it's my foresight. It's my vision. And I always have wanted to be an image maker. And right now it's starting out being a makeup artist. And I think slowly more and more with, you know, more of a platform and with trust and collaborators, I hopefully can be given the opportunity to work like my own studio. Yeah. I, th- I think you will. I think, you know, you have such an incredible vision for how things holistically can look in an image. And, you know, there's not, we talked about this with Dick Page, like uh, over the summer, how images like beauty imagery is being shrunken because of, you know, magazines closing and everything being shrunken to an iPhone. Yeah. And I'm kind of going off on a tangent here, but you know what I'm saying? I think we need people who are thinking bigger and creating the most amazing images, whether it's for ads or for images or, mm-hmm. you know, editorial, whatever it is. But people who are big thinkers like you are, we don't see them that often. So I mean, I feel like I'm blowing it's definitely. Smoke, I'm just excited about your work. (laughs) Thank you. And I mean, it's, I'm excited. You know, I, I think people underestimate the value of sometimes in like a commercial space, the value of just creating really iconic, aspirational image. You know, I think, sure, we like swipe through, you know, I, I, 
listened to that one with Dick Page and we swipe through images so quickly now. And it, it is a shame, but some images really do stick with you. And when they do, that there's a lot to be said for that. Is there an image that sticks with you in beauty that you find yourself, whether going back to as a reference or just like that moved you? Like I have, you know, images from, you know, Harper's Bazaar, you know, when I was younger that like I stuck on my wall or even just like campaign imagery from a beauty ad that that's sticks, you know, sticks in my mind. I think for me, it was or celebrity, you know, Madonna images. Right. I think for me, it might be, it's either, you know, something that I'm always kind of getting back to in my head is either like every McQueen show or <laughs> like, or I'll say Lady Gaga in Alejandro directed by Stephen Klein. Got it. Yeah. Like her. Perfect. And yeah, like her in that tiny little bleach bob with almost a bare face and the darkest lip and like it doesn't even look like she has lashes at all there was something no. something so provocative with how clean it was like it was it was crazy to me how provocative it was with how simple the look was makeup wise and i was just like this is genius like this feels so sexy and expensive and controversial, but she barely has anything on. It was beautiful. Sexy, expensive, controversial. I want that on my like mirror. That's what we're going for every day. Sexy, yes. expensive, controversial. Oh my God. How do I? <laughs> <laughs> Somehow me with no makeup and like a hoodie sweatshirt and Adidas does not feel sexy, expensive and controversial, but I can try. Okay. So Let's just like um, get a little practical here, all right? Mm -hmm. So, you know, I know that when you, you know, you're mentioning that you're your little tiny kid going to meet Pat McGrath, like basically hiding the fact that you had no experience. <laughs> you, you said that you had to slowly build your kit, okay? You, you know, you couldn't exactly just splash the cash for like everything. What are some key pieces, like critical pieces that like as you started getting, you know, some, some cash, what did you start putting in your kit? So we as listeners can start like building out our Marcelo, our Marcelo grade kid. Right. I think for me, it's always about working with products that you can stretch in terms of use. Like for me, it was like mandatory to have a couple liquid matte lipsticks because that could turn into a bold lip, a bold liner, a lip stain, a blush, you know, you could use it in so many ways and mix the colors, create new colors. That was a product that I, I had every matte lip color, liquid lipstick ever in my kit. And then I also had, I had foundations that I could build, but I could also sheer out. And I just had a couple of, like I had always the lightest shade and the darkest shade and a couple of the like special undertones. I mean, the biggest tip I have for any like, super new makeup artist building their kit is like spend your time understanding color theory because if you know how to mix colors and you understand undertones and you learn how to create new colors you can go from having three colors in your kit to then 20 mm. and that's really a kit on a budget <laughs> Do you have favorite um, brands for, I must say manufacturers. Do you have favorite manufacturers <laughs> for the, 
yeah. for the for the matte lipsticks and for foundations. Any any brands you mm-hmm. feel are reliable? Well, firstly, the Mac like Pro Conceal palettes, the ones that are like in a little grid. Mm-hmm. I those I still have in my kit, all of them, and I think if you can just get those, you're good. The NARS Power Matte Liquid Lipstick is absolutely gorgeous. And then, but you know what? Like, drugstore makeup today is so much better than it was when I first started out. Like, the foundations you can get at a drugstore are such beautiful textures. And, you know, you can have, like, really clean model skin. So I would say Maybelline foundations are beautiful, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. So, okay, well, what's, what's, what's coming up for you? What's the dream? You know, I th- the dream. You know, I think I had that piece in the cut recently, the New York mm-hmm. Magazine article, and I was able, that was the first time I was, was allowed. To, thank you. Yeah, that was, that felt like a very validating moment where I was allowed to creative direct it. And I really, I was nervous to put it out. Yeah. And... But I was excited and the response was so amazing and genuine. And people could, people, the response I get from everybody is that I really saw you in those images. I really felt you in those images. And to me, that is a successful shoot. Those are, those are what I want my images to do. And so I'm hoping that, you know, with that will come many they were more. Very, those were you. Those were you. But, I'm, but I got the McQueen vibes. Right away. Yes, definitely. There is that. Yeah, right away. Right away. But not like, oh, it's McQueen, but like right. McQueen, like, yeah, 15 years later, 15 plus years later. Yeah. You know, it's that combination of aggression, of of sexiness, of beauty and tenderness. You know, the mm-hmm. boys looked tough, but they looked soft. They looked vulnerable. And I think those are all the things that I love about beauty is that their beauty can be emotive. Um, it doesn't have to just feel like yeah. a product placement. Yeah. So I'm hoping for the future. <laughs> I'm hoping for the future to just continue building on my collaborations and continue to pitch stories where I'm allowed to creative direct and be a bit more in charge of providing magazines with what they want, but also putting forward my vision of what an image can look like because there aren't, you know, a lot of people like me in the space, you know, a queer Latino refugee um who's got a wild and long story you know it's i want you know i get a lot of beautiful messages from young people and and if i can keep making images that continue to storytell and feed into the lexicon of beauty i would love to be part of it i think that's beautiful how you stated that and i think that you're doing a um i love that you are bringing your experience to help make fashion and beauty more inclusive um, and not just in that kind of corporate speak way in like a, a real. Right. It's not a pride month yeah. ad. <laughs> <laughs> so the next five to 10 years, what are we going to see? You're going to see an ever evolving abundance of shoots that I'm going to be creative directing and in charge of to just kind of evolve my vision of beauty. I can't wait, Marcelo. This is awesome. I'm not going to let you go without a quickie five, fat mascara five lightning round. Okay. You ready, Marcelo? Ready. There's no prize at the end. There's no prize <laughs> at the end, but I, I still want you to answer them. Okay. Ready? Mm-hmm. Best drugstore cosmetic. You already dropped that Maybelline is 
a solid buy, but what else? L'Oreal Voluminous Lash. Mascara. Yeah. Yes, okay. Like we know. That we one. know. Everybody loves it. All, all you yeah. and your makeup artist pals, you all love it. Okay. So then let me it, give it a different so one. I'll do a different oh. one. I'll do- <laughs> Elf, Elf Cosmetics Beauty Sponges, the best. Did not know that. Never heard that before. I love it. You heard it here first from Marcelo. Okay. Yeah. Okay. A brand. It could be a brand or a product, but I kind of like the idea of a brand. Mm. That's worth it. Like a, like a fancy brand. That's worth it. Mm. Chanel. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Love. Good stuff. Okay. You get excited when like new stuff comes out from them? I do. I really do. They're well thought out and they're... Their text, I think it's a really like scientific brand sometimes. And Shiseido. I love Shiseido. Okay. Okay. I like it. We got two. We got two. Okay. (laughs) Favorite candle. I feel like you probably have really nice candles at home. Oh my God. I am loving this one that I have right now by Aesop. It was, but it was their Rick Mm -hmm. Owens collab. (laughs) So I, I don't think it's out anymore. Okay, and all of this tracks. I feel like this is not surprising that you have a Rick Owens Aesop collab <laughs> candle. That yeah. that sorry, you can't get anymore. It's too exclusive. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, oh. what is a song that is in heavy rotation on your playlist right now? I've been listening to Carlos Iglesias Bailamos, like on repeat. Okay. I know that. Yeah. I know that. Okay. Yeah, I don't know why. <laughs> in the movie of your life, who would be the narrator? Al Pacino. Hot. Yeah. A little spicy. I love it. I love it. Good stuff. Oh my gosh. Thank you so much for hanging out for so long. Sorry. I feel like I kept you a while, but this is good. No, I loved it. Thank you so much. We hope you enjoyed the show. It's your reviews and feedback that help us make the podcast even better. Head over to iTunes to rate and review us or email your thoughts to info at fatmascara.com. We also want to answer your beauty questions and hear what products you love. To share a Razor One product review or to ask a beauty question, email us at info at Fat Mascara. If you send it as a voice memo file, we can even share your voice on the podcast. You can also do that by leaving us a voice message. Our phone number in the United States is 646-481-8182. Thanks so much for listening. Listen, there are so many skincare products on the market claiming to help reduce fine lines and wrinkles, and you know I will try most of them. But how do you know your products are actually working? Some research to back up the claims. That's why Jess and I are all about Ritual. They created a wrinkle support skin supplement and conducted a clinical study to take the guesswork out of skincare. Ritual's Hyacera is now a part of my skincare routine, and I got in the habit of taking it every day by putting the cute little purple jar right next to my sunscreen. It looks nice on my vanity, and let's be honest, I love that. But once I stuck with the habit, I really noticed a difference in my skin. I am not the only one. In a clinical study, taking Hyacera for 90 days led to a 3.6 time reduction in crow's feet wrinkles as compared to placebo. And it led to a 2.9 increase in skin smoothness. I also like that they're easy to swallow. The capsules sort of taste like vanilla. They're not all weird and fishy like some other supplements. Plus, Ritual is a certified B Corp, something we learned about on a recent episode. And all their supplements, including the Daily Protein and their Sleep Bio Series Melatonin Supplement, are vegan, gluten-free, and made traceable. Do what Jess and I did. Start Hyacera to help minimize wrinkles without compromising on science. Hyacera from Ritual is a clinically proven skin supplement you can actually trust. Get 25% off your first month for a limited time at ritual.com slash mascara. Start Ritual or add Hyacera to your subscription today. That's ritual.com slash 
slash mascara for 25% off. You'll know real when you get it. It'll say eBay Authenticity Guarantee, and you'll feel it. Maybe it's a head-turning handbag, a watch that says it all, jewelry that makes you look like the gem, sneakers and streetwear so fresh every step feels fly. When it comes to style and luxury, eBay gets it. They're making sure the things that you love are checked by experts. Not just any experts, specialized experts. Real people who love this stuff. With real hands-on authentication experience. So when you see that shiny blue checkmark that says Authenticity Guarantee, shop with confidence. Every inch, stitch, sole, and logo is verified authentic through a detailed inspection. That's how you know that eBay's got your back. Because when you finally step into those sneakers, put on that watch, get your real gold glow up, swing that handbag over your shoulder, or step out in that streetwear, you'll realize that feeling is unlike any other. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, you can trust that feeling of real is always in reach. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.